0: In Australia, it's reckoned we throw out about $6 billion worth of food every year. On what basis do you reckon? Well, I guess we look at the little date stamp. We see that our yoghurt should have been eaten by now, that our salmon fillet was probably best enjoyed before, well, before the day before yesterday. And we throw it out. Billions of dollars worth of bread and eggs and foodstuffs. Food authorities say that we should, and that we shouldn't rely on our sniff-and-whiff judgment that it's the safe and right thing to do. Well, Jonathan Maitland, a British journalist, declared no more. He wouldn't be dictated to, nor was he prepared to waste any more. So he spent two weeks on a gastronomic experiment. Jonathan, good evening to you. Good evening. I love this idea, and your story begins, It's lunchtime, and I'm arguing with my wife. What were you arguing about?
1: Well, I mean, what I did was, I did an experiment where I ate out-of-date food every day for two weeks. And every day that went by, the food got progressively more and more out-of-date. So day one was one-day-old eggs. Day two was uh, two-day-old bacon. Day three was three-day-old fish and so on. And uh, I think I was on about day seven of the experiment. And I was having seven-day-old chicken, and my wife was absolutely convinced that I was going to get rampant food poisoning. And I was saying, no, I won't. It's fine to eat. And so we argued a fair old bit, but I ended up eating it anyway.
0: (laughs) We'll we'll talk about what tasted good over two weeks and what didn't. But what inspired you to do this, uh, Jonathan? Is it that notion, I'm sure it's the same in Britain, that... Someone else is dictating to us what we should eat, and as a consequence, we throw such a lot of stuff out.
1: Yeah, I've got an inbuilt aversion to waste. And my mother, my late mother, who was Jewish, always used to have this Jewish phrase I've, I've forgotten what it was, but it's a Jewish custom of kissing bread before you throw it away. She used to say, Kiss it before you throw it in the bin because you never know when you might need it. And then it always, as a journalist, it had always kind of occurred to me that there was a might have been a kind of possible scam going on with spy dates. Scam is maybe too strong a word for it, but a built a kind of built-in safety margins that were just a little bit over the top. I mean, so many times I'd find my wife or myself throwing away one, two, or three day old food that I thought, you know, that is fine to eat, and that is obscene. So why don't I just test, actually, how far I can go with this and carry on right. eating food that is more and more out of date, just to test if we really are throwing away food that is is pretty safe to eat. Now, there's got to be a health warning here, because I did a television program about this as well, because I present a show in Britain called The Tonight Program. And the food uh, that I was throwing away, which did not make me ill at all, ever, even though some of the stuff I was eating looked like a Doctor Who special effects. <laughs> some of the food that I was throwing away could have made young kids or old people ill. But to me, it tasted great. And people are still talking about this program. Like I think it's like nine months later, people still stop me in the street and say, oh, you're the guy who ate the out-of-date food. So it kind of really resonated with an awful lot of people because I think it proves a profound truth, which is that we just throw away obscene amount of food unnecessarily
0: my guest this morning is jonathan maitland back 1300 three hundred triple 720 my challenge to you dear listeners is to go to your pantry and see if you can find something prehistoric what's the oldest unopened tin or carton or container at your place and what is it my guess is it's probably pineapple pieces Something we buy every time we shop for reasons I, I've long since forgotten. Go and have a rummage while Jonathan and I continue talking. One three hundred triple two seven twenty. Jonathan, let's talk about some of the foods you ate. Which which tasted okay, and what and what didn't? When, when did you uh, when did you have your suspicions, and when were you perfectly reassured by what you ate?
1: Um. To be honest, nothing tasted really bad. The thing that worried me the most was sweetened, a, a, a pre-packed, pre-cooked meal, sweet and sour chicken, which was one of those kind of processed supermarket ready meals, which tasted a bit um, kind of bitter. But I couldn't decide if that was because it was out of date or because it tasted naturally like that. Um, I had bread that was about four weeks old that had green mold on it. So I toasted it. But when I toasted it and put butter and marmalade on it, it tasted fine. So to be honest with you, nothing, nothing tasted unpleasant at all. And only two things tasted not, you know, kind of slightly wrong to me. But the rest was fine, like the eight, the seven day old chicken, eight day old moussaka, two month old cereal, three day old fish. Five-day-old steak pie—it was all fine. And the, you know, the key thing about this is, you know, if you eat out-of-date food, you might get ill. And, and I'm not suggesting that any of your yes. listeners do that, uh, unless you know the risks they're taking. My view: the risks aren't as great as the authorities make out. Number one, and number two, the vast majority of food poisoning cases, okay, are caused by poor hygiene or bad cooking. That's why you get food poisoning. You know, you can have a fresh piece of meat that is as fresh as a daisy and you get food poisoning you don't fed it properly. But you can have a rank piece of meat that's two weeks old but if you cook it properly and observe food hygiene preparation, you'll be fine.
0: Now, Jonathan, you quote um, Tesco's finest pork and fresh Bramley apple sausages that were four days past it and your wife says they smell funny. Don't we normally trust our nose that if something smells a bit off, then that's the basis upon which we we do throw it out? Why did it smell funny to your wife but seem perfectly okay to you? Is it is there a psychology at work here?
1: Quite possibly, I think, because my wife is so used to smelling things that are completely fresh. She's not used to the smell of something that isn't completely fresh. So to her, it smelled funny, whereas to me, it just smelled kind of Um, slightly savoury, not as fresh as a daisy, but not a problem. And also, don't forget in the olden days, I think, you know, curry initially was a way of masking the taste and smell of meat that had gone off, but was still okay to eat. So, and and, you know, and for centuries, I don't think people had much of a problem with that. So, if it had smelled really, really, really bad, I wouldn't have eaten it. But to be honest to me, it didn't even smell bad, it just smelled Kind of different, so jo- jo- I think you just put that down to kind of uh, you know, differing, differing kind of smelling antennae.
0: <laughs> Jonathan, I imagine food authorities probably didn't like what you were doing because the argument, I guess, is look, there's a reason why we have these things, of course, and it's to do with um, uh, the the stage at which bacteria in food can become harmful. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same in this country. Consumer groups thirty years ago really decided that you and I aren't the best judges of whether someone something is has got a bit whiffy. Um, Did they not like what you were doing?
1: No, of course they didn't. And the supermarket, you know, Association of Supermarkets said, you know, we wouldn't recommend anyone to do this. But of course they would say that, wouldn't they? Because the tighter the sell-by debts are, the more people throw away. And the more people throw away, then the more food they buy from the supermarket. So it's in their interest for people to throw away lots of food.
0: My guess, However... Yeah, keep going, Jonathan.
1: Even though, even though uh, they have a point in that, you know, young people, very young people and very old people shouldn't do this, even they admit there is a built-in safety margin to sell-by dates. So basically what they're saying is, yes, you know, we know that food is okay to eat after its sell-by date, but we had to err on the side of caution just in case. So, you know, draw from that what you will. What I drew from it was, you know, it's often perfectly okay food that's a bit past its sell-by date and it's often perfectly okay to eat it if it's well past its sell-by date.
0: You're listening to Jonathan Maitland, one man who boldly went beyond the use-by-dates on his food. Now, I've asked you to find something well past its use-by-date. Have you found it? Now I want you to ring me up, one 300 720 And I wonder if some of you will consider opening it. I'm not going to ask you to eat it because it could, of course, result in your immediate death, which would be of considerable concern. So think hard about whether you want to taste it or not. But I want you to open it, have a whiff and tell me if you think you might eat it one three hundred triple two seven twenty. The very fact that we are talking, Jonathan suggests to me there was no uh, long term ill effects. Did you have a funny tummy at any point in this two weeks?
1: I absolutely didn't have a funny tummy. I was fine throughout the only was that my wife got ill and she ate fresh fish during the experiment, so she got ill eating fresh food. I
0: didn't. Jonathan Maitland, thanks very oh, much. Okay. Great to speak to you. mate. This is Mornings 720 ABC Perth. It's amazing, isn't it? And look, the reason food authorities do this is supposedly for our health. And they, as I said to Jonathan, they explained 30 years ago that they no longer trust you or me to make the right decision. But we do waste $6 billion a year chucking stuff out. Hello, John. How are you going? What are you like? What do you eat past the use-by date, John? Well, a
1: lot of the times I go to the shop and get all the uh, out-of-date food that they they, uh, sell off cheap.
0: And nothing wrong with it, is there?
1: No, there's nothing wrong with it. I've had it for years. I mean, even my mum, uh, when we were younger, she used to get all the bread, even when it was mouldy, and she'd cut off the mould and we used to have bread pudding with it.
0: That's true. Um, John, is there anything that you, in this experience, anything that you've bought and then taken home and gone, oh, I can actually see why that is a bit old?
1: No, I mean, everything I've had is basically I can see what it looks like. I mean, obviously, if it's green or something like that, I'm, I'm tender. I mean, uh, on cheese and whatnot, well, that's a natural thing. So I usually just scrape that off and that's fine.
0: Good on you, John. Daniel, hello to you.
1: Hi. Um, I haven't got anything specific, but I was just curious as to the difference in Australia and England. Um, you know, when we go through a week of 40 degree temperatures, I'm sure food will... Age
2: yeah.
1: um, at a much greater rate than in England when I was there, I never got out of a jumper. It was that cold. You could almost leave stuff out on the counter and be you know preserved um, it's, of the it's weather. true
0: it 's true our, I would imagine our fruit and veg disappears very, very quickly because of the heat. Hi, Maud hello, Maud, oh Maud. I hear you. But you don't hear me. Maud, I'm going to come back to you because I want to talk to you. This is Trish. Good G'day, Trish.
2: Hi, Jeff. How are you? Good,
0: thanks, Trish. Uh, are you one of these people that chucks out? No. No?
2: I have a family full of chuckers. Yeah? And I'm always wrenching things back from them Sunday night before the bin goes out saying, that's still all right. But as I said to Damien, what about all the stuff I've got in my pantry that's well within its code and it's infested with moths? Is it? Why is it legal to sell vermin-infested food?
0: Well, that's a very good question. And then let and me I ask you about taking stuff back to supermarkets, Trish. Do you, do you do it?
2: Only if it's something like milk, usually. Yeah. Something, you know, that's really... I'm a bit more fussy with stuff like milk, but everything else. I mean, my kids chuck out yogurt because it's two days old. I say, what? Is...? yogurt is by definition off milk. Yes. That's what it is. It's safe to eat it but they've been indoctrinated that once it hits the date, it's gone green and growing and salmonella is right.
0: And suddenly people start smelling things that aren't even there.
2: Well, I grew up with parents who went through the Depression and the war, so you never threw anything out unless it could walk to the bin by itself. And I think we've gone paranoid, and I think your guest is right, that this is a ruse by manufacturers and supermarkets to get us to sell, you know, buy more stuff because this must be bad for us and we're also not training ourselves to resist the diseases that we used to be able to do because we ate more of it.
0: Trish, thank you very much. I want to hear if there's something in your pantry that's really, really old, and what would it be? Did you know, the other thing with this food standards thing is, um, the only, if something's meant to have a shelf life over two years, it doesn't need to be date stamped? So conceivably, you could have a tin of peas in your pantry that's 10 years old. Probably nothing wrong with it either. Hello again, Maud.
3: Um, I ha- am using baking powder at times, which was bought before 1947.
0: Oh, you're not.
3: I am, and it works, and I've still got uh, half a tin left, which I'm prepared to share with teaspoonful with you to make scones. Uh,
0: baking powder from before 1947.
3: And cinnamon and um, allspice, mixed spice. I've got about a dozen things that my mother had and she passed away in 1947.
0: Maud, do you reckon, so you're still using the baking powder, so if there are any weevils or anything in it, they've lived and died and lived and died and lived and died and disappeared.
3: (laughs) No, they've never had that. They come into flour. Well, I just keep my flour in the fridge and uh, they're in the flour anyway, the the, um, eggs of the Weevils are in the flour anyway, You're a, and they just form into moss.
0: You're an absolute beauty. I thought we might have someone say, you know, I've got a, a six-year-old, you know, uh, tin of pineapple pieces or something, but not, <laughs> but, but, but not a six, not sixty-two-year-old baking powder. Yeah,
3: I'm, I'm certainly habiting all, as I say, uh, cinnamon and all, all spice mixed spice. Oh,
0: that does Well, good on you, Maud. That is really uh, uh, wasting, not wanting, not one double nine double two seven twenty. Might be a good way of doing this right through the program today. Tell us what you've got. If you can come anywhere close to Maud, you're doing brilliantly. Hi, Kathy. Hi.
4: Hello.
0: I'm very well. How are you going?
4: I'm thank you but it fades into insignificance in comparison with Maud I think my husband in the 80s found among things he'd obviously had put away somewhere a survival pack that had been given out to people during the war years Yes. servicemen yes. and we said oh we wonder what that's like so we opened you know all the tins of food and the fruit and such like and as I say this would be well I think the war finished in 45 didn't it and this was into the 80s yeah. and it was fine absolutely brilliant.
0: Hey um, do you pay much attention to, to um
4: an awful lot, not like my daughter does. Um, no, I, I, I but see, that's always... that
0: thing, yeah. I, and I think it's—I do think it's a bit generational, don't you?
4: Yeah. Well, see, originally, I don't remember things having dates on them, quite frankly. I Apart can...
0: from me, I was always very no, yeah, <laughs> no, old. I, no, I can tell you, and the only reason I have uh, say this is I've been doing a bit of work on can we help the last couple of days, and one of the questions we were asked was about uh, use by date, so I was yeah. interested in it. Uh, we've had it since 1978. Have we? Yeah. A- and it was done on the basis of, of there were so many changes to manufacturing methods, packaging, and and retail that, mm. they, that they had to insist. I think the only things that don't have use by dates are obviously... Uh, fresh bread from a baker. Yeah. Um, fr- fruit and veg, uh, mm-hmm. which sometimes has, sometimes doesn't. And, um, of course, uh, meat from a butcher.
4: Yes, well, I mean, with meat, you do need to be careful and fish, don't you? But, like you say, you go by your sniff as much as
0: anything. You so. do, Cathy. Thank you very much. We'll take more of your calls and texts on that subject throughout this, mor- throughout this morning. Daniel's found his grandmother's 20 year old plum jam. That'd still be okay. Um, And this, Jeff, I've had meat that's gone off days before the use by date. I suspect that the supermarkets don't store the meat properly. Apathy stops me going back to complain, so I deserve everything I get, says Paul. You're probably right, Paul, uh, because we should be be taking this stuff right, particularly meat, when meat changes colour.